0: Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis' most unique trivia experience to your next party. Work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday order. We're excited with win prices, laughing out loud, high 5 eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, bright pictures, scissors and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of Rhythm and Brews. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star.
2: It's time to talk wrestling on the radio. It is the Cerrito Live, a wrestling hour and a half today. We're supersized again for the second week. In a row, welcome. uh, I am your host, Kevin Cerrito, joined alongside as always my tag team partner, your Grizzlies MC, Dustin Five Star, who just arrived on a horse and carriage. What is this? This is amazing. Oh yeah! So the power you go everywhere like this now. Arrived in (laughs) style
3: on Thursday night. That's right, horse and carriage all the way to the ring. That was a
2: WrestleMania quality entrance. From you guys on a lot Beale of Street.
3: fun too there was a lot of five star squad members out there and uh, man the wrestling was off the chain and who shows up on wrestling night Right, Who shows up when there's wrestling in Memphis? None other than Super Grizz. He's in the house, too, man.
2: (laughs) You're ready for tonight's Grizz game against Golden State.
3: I'm fired up, man. I stayed up last night just to uh, scout the Warriors when they were playing the Pelicans last night.
2: Okay, so it's a national—we'll set the stage real quick. I want to ask you about the Grizzlies, though, in a sec. Uh, So, coming up, here's the card for today's show. We've got uh, Buff Bagwell is scheduled to join us. He's in the air right now, but Buff Bagwell was at that uh, handy park the other night. Did get involved, and apparently— Thank you. Storylines are ongoing for Grizzlies Wrestling Night already. Well, I Grizz, guess. like you said, Super, <laughs> Super Grizz was there. Jerry Lawler was there. Super Grizz was there with his Grizzlyweight Championship belt because he, he is was. the reigning champion, or at least we thought he was. This could be spoilers. I don't well, know what we've got
3: today. I mean, there's video posted the live, online right now of uh, well, yeah, it was Jerry the King Lawler versus Buff Bagwell. As not, many you, know, of you know, it was a rematch. You know, from you used Wrestling to tape night.
2: SmackDown, you'd have spoilers, and, and this is like they've taped it the other night. If you were there live. You saw it, right? <laughs> but you may not know about it. We'll talk about it. There's some developments in the Grizzlies uh, uh, world of professional wrestling and the Grizzly championship wrestling world, so we'll talk about that. Buff's involved with that. Yes. Hopefully, we can connect with him. We're about to be joined by Brandon Baxter, former Memphis wrestling announcer, Jonesboro radio personality, and he'll be involved in his big show tonight, but what we we're going to talk with him about, if you missed last week's show. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Austin Idol. Hung up in your face. <laughs> was not happy with us. And he, wasn't, he wasn't jiving, brother. I, he was not jiving. He kept saying he wasn't jiving, but was he? Was he shooting? I mean. I- Look, people – look, we don't know what's happening most of the time on this this show, and I was as stunned as anyone. I had no idea this was going to happen. I didn't, don't know if Austin Idol really is upset with us or if he is well, – this is definitely the definition of a worksheet going on. I have never, ever, ever, ever heard
3: anybody say the things that Austin Idol said about Jerry Lawler. On this radio program last week. I mean, it was so bad, Kevin. I listened back at you and the King talking, and you didn't even want to repeat it.
2: I couldn't. I couldn't repeat it. And it was safe for radio. It just wasn't very nice at all. It was stuff that nobody nobody like it was, it was stuff that's rude right you shouldn't say about anybody anyway Personal but jabs. nobody in, in yeah. this market would, would say this stuff well, and if they did Harry they Lawler. probably wouldn't be on air the next week they would never <laughs> people were afraid like, I don't know what Austin Idol is not afraid of the king he's definitely not afraid of the king so it's an interesting right. storyline there so we'll talk to Brandon Baxter about that because he's booking this show tonight that's happening in, in Jonesboro so we'll we will we try because we invited Austin Idol back on the show today yeah, he, to apologize I wanted to apologize to him on air. I don't think he had any interest in getting back on the phone with you, Kevin. We're going to put him on hold for an, one extra minute <laughs> than what he was on hold for last week on the program.
3: Oh, boy. And uh, if, if that wasn't enough news around the Memphis area, what has happened to TLC? On my birthday tomorrow, no less. This card has been shaken, stirred, and totally different. Right. So yesterday, so
2: so SummerSlam, which became Cerrito Slam, happened on my actual birthday earlier this year. And uh, then apparently, like, all of a sudden we just realized, like, what, a month ago, like, oh, my goodness, TLC yep. is going to be on Dustin's birthday. Like, of there, course, there's a reason why we do the wrestling hour every week. <laughs> this is destiny. Like, so, but then the, we talked on the phone yesterday, Dustin. Wait, it's unfair when, that you had SummerSlam and I have TLC. Well, this was our conversation yeah. yesterday morning. I was on the phone with you, and we are like, what are you doing for your birthday? And you're talking about, well, you're probably going to have people over and watch TLC. And I'm like, this pay-per-view looks awful. Are you sure you want to, like, just Gee, wait? A, like, it's just a terrible pay-per-view. You Want, that's what you want to do for your birthday? And then a couple hours later, yep. the news breaks that it's that's turned into tables, ladders, and meningitis. Oh, my. And the card has changed, and Kurt Angle is going to make his uh, first WWE in-ring match. This is his first WWE in-ring, in-ring appearance. In
3: 11 years. In
2: 11 years.
3: And it's kind of weird, because I thought we would see a big Wrestlemania build-up for a return or something. Some sort of big storyline. We, we, we might still. We might still, but they announced it yesterday. But Kurt Angle is officially
2: on the card now as a member of wrestling. The Shield. And they've added in AJ Styles instead of Bray Wyatt. So Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Bray Wyatt's brother, Bo Dallas, all have men- meningitis or, right. or, or actual signs of meningitis. So they've been removed from the card, and so the Kurt Angle, who's the general manager of Raw, has been added into the card, Uh, and so the Shield reunion is now going to be the Shield plus Kurt Angle without Roman Reigns. So that's on hold, the Shield reunion, uh, their first match back together, and... And so all of that's happening, but they also brought in AJ Styles to go against Finn Balor, which for all the New Japan uh, nerds out there, to use the term from our buddies Gallows and Anderson, are super stoked to see this Bullet Club battle between AJ and Finn Balor. So we're going to preview TLC at noon today. We're going to have 30 minutes to talk to Andrew Goldstein, of course, former WWE creative team member, joins us before every pay-per-view. He'll join us today as we preview uh, that event, uh, which has totally changed. The card has totally changed, mm-hmm. and you've probably listened to your podcast this week. You've probably listened to you know your your cheap heats and your and your the Mask Man shows. You listen to all those this week, and they're all previewing the pay per view. But guess what? Throw those out, tear those Done. podcasts up, delete them, delete delete, 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 delete those podcasts because they did not preview this pay per view. Uh, but that was a totally different card, right? Hey, I can't wait to ask Andrew Goldstein what meningitis even is. Does anybody
3: know? Does he know what it's, it's <laughs> what it's, is it? It's bad. <laughs> I know that, it's bad. But. It's, it's not a good. It's not Ooh, good. You don't hear it every day, that's for sure. Especially you don't wiping out the WWE locker room.
2: Yeah, that. That, yeah, that's something. So uh, we will talk to Andrew about that as we get uh, going here. But so, so Dustin, so I, I just wanted you were at FedEx Forum the other night. So I have to ask you about this. I wasn't there, and um, the the booing of Chandler Parsons was a very wrestling like moment. There, you, were you there? Did you notice the boos when they happened? This of made course. this made headlines. The only reason we're bringing this up in the Wrestling Hour this this made headline Chandler Parsons for the Memphis Grizzlies this is on TMZ.com. Everything is, Every- Everything is wrestling. Everything
3: uh, is wrestling. That's what I said earlier in the show. Ooh, Everything- man, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I much. I think. I mean, his post game comments. I mean, that's to me. Whether the fans cheer or boo, it's all about how you take it, I guess, is, is the point. But like so, you people wanna boo be you a, all the time. Well, I want them to boo me. I don't care. Does Chandler care? <laughs> if he doesn't care, man. Then he needs to hit those three pointers and shut everybody up. That's the bottom that's line. What, that's play what he better.
2: can do. He can definitely stop the booze. If he wants quickly. to
3: if he wants to play every home game like it's an away game, hit those shots, man. Right. I bet you, I bet you, the crowd starts cheering for
2: you. But there is something and I mentioned earlier. I mean, Memphis uh, before the Grizzlies were our pro team. Professional wrestling was our pro team. And what do you do in pro wrestling? You boo when you want right. to boo, and you and you become part of the show when there you want to become some part cheers. of the show.
3: Kevin, there were some cheers too. Yeah, uh, when I know. Missed that, the free throw. The initial reaction was, and then they got back up. They even stood up for Chandler and clapping and, and and cheering. And so.
4: Yeah.
2: I, yeah, but that of course inspired that, that course uh, that moment inspired me. Like the next night, you're in action. So I was telling everybody, if you want to <laughs> boo a Grizzlies employee, go go boo Dustin Starr. Like, Some he's of them the did. guy. <laughs> well, I'm sure they were booing you, but that entrance was awesome. Anyway, all right. So tonight in Star, big big show tonight. Lots of wrestling action going on. Big show tonight in Jonesboro uh, as uh, our buddy Austin Idol will be making an appearance, and we'll talk uh, about that right now with former Memphis wrestling manager, current Jonesboro radio personality. His name is Brandon Baxter, and he joins us now. What's up, Brandon?
5: Man, I'm sitting here thinking about you guys and the experience you had with Austin Idol last week, and uh, I've kind of had the same experience trying to put this show together, so I have no idea what to expect tonight at the Robel and (laughs) Jonesboro.
3: So Austin Idol's been a handful, huh? Well,
5: and and Dustin, you know, uh, because of your experience with Mr. Wrestling, Idol doesn't come around a whole lot, and I realize that the reason Idol doesn't come around a whole lot is because sometimes, you know, he wants his way all the time. uh, he feels like he's one of those guys that doesn't have to have Memphis wrestling. Wow. Um, and I think he treated you guys the same way, talked about the King the same way last week. And uh, Legitimately, I don't know what's going to happen tonight when we put uh, Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol in the same building. Because they have the professional rivalry, and they always have had that. And Idol was one of those guys that he was never the, uh, the Memphis guy as far as through and through. He would always come in just to make the money and go away. Uh, and that's basically what he's doing tonight is uh, that's how it appears on the outside.
2: <laughs> so, so he is going to be there, though. You're pretty confident he's going to be there.
5: Well, if you'd asked me a month ago, I'd have told you I thought he was going to be here. I can pretty much tell you about 99% sure he's going to be in the venue tonight. But uh, kind of He's on his, his things way. Things. Well, he's on his way. Now, there was a deal that happened about uh, three or four weeks ago where after we had started talking about it and I was on with you guys to kind of talk about the deal. I uh, got the the message that he wasn't coming. Um, and uh kind of surprised me for a second there we were able to work that out but again it, it, there's legit when you talk about these legends who have been around and they've all drawn money around the country and they all have they all have egos. I mean we all have egos but some are bigger than others and uh, you know everybody wants to think they're the highest paid guy on the show. Everybody wants to think they're the most important guy on the show and legitimately 1000%, that's what I'm dealing with. So uh, to tell you that my last week has been stressful would probably be an understatement.
3: Brandon, so we've heard a lot about, and a lot from, Jerry Lawler, Austin Idol, but the, the actual match, the main event, Austin Idol's not even supposed to be involved in that. It's supposed to be wildfire Tommy Rich versus Jerry Lawler, so we've heard from Idol and Lawler, what's going on in Tommy Rich's camp? You hearing from him at well, all? You
5: know, I talked to Tommy last night as he was trying to tell me that uh, he wanted more money to come into the event and he wanted a uh, you know, uh, upgraded uh, conditions for his room and all that. All these guys are uh, are fired up to be here. They all want to be the most important. As far as what uh, what Rich and Idol are up to, uh, I know they've been talking throughout the last week. Uh, Rich has a wrestling school in South Carolina that Idol's been making appearances at. I think that's what got Lawler kind of thrown off a little bit because uh, in his mind he can't believe there's no way that Idol hadn't planned to do something. Uh, Idol's not going to come in and just be a wallflower. There's no way he's just going to come in, make the appearance, and go away. He's going to want to be uh, the major part of the show and the thing that people take away from it. And I think at the same point, Tommy Rich wants to be the the thing that everybody takes away from the show. So uh, we have a lot going on tonight, and... and I think if we talk next week, I'd be able to tell you how stressful it was and how I'll probably never want to
2: do this again. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking with Brandon Baxter the wrestling reunion tonight in Jonesboro at the Earl Bell Community Center. Uh, Brandon Baxter, you can follow on Twitter, at Brandon on K-Fine. Uh, listen to him every morning uh, in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Okay, but the question we really want to know, so we had Austin Idol on last week. We had a list of things we wanted to talk to him about, but we never got to that list because he cut a promo on us. <laughs> Shut up, Kevin! What? he? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> he said he wasn't jiving and we're still confused to this day and I know our listeners want to know oh. this. I definitely want to know this. Hey, was that a work or was that a shoot? What was happening?
5: Kevin, I hate to tell you because I'm afraid it might hurt your feelings, but I believe it was a shoot all the way. <laughs> oh, I told you. He doesn't like you. He told me after the fact that you know he had stuff to do that day and uh, you guys <laughs> called him a few minutes late. If He got stuck on hold having to to listen to you guys talk to each other and he thought that as soon as he was put on the air or put on hold he should have been on the air so uh, I believe Kevin that if you showed up tonight at the Earl Bell it might be interesting between you and Idol as well (laughs) I I am loving this Brandon I I will have tickets waiting for you at the door Kevin if you want to come over we'd (laughs) love to have you
2: All right, and he will uh I'll challenge. I mean, by the end of the night, I'll be shaving Austin Idol's hair.
5: Oh my (laughs) god!
3: Hey, you bring up a great
5: kid. Don't touch the hair. You bring
3: up a good point. Could somebody's head get shaved tonight in Jonesboro? It happened before. Uh,
5: Hey, check this out. I don't know if you guys have have paid much attention, but over the course of the last uh, two weeks or so, uh, I put together a tag team match where I'm teaming up with the Arkansas State head uh, men's basketball coach, Coach Mike Belotto, who was. Uh, from Louisville under Patino, he was the top assistant. He's the new A-State basketball coach. So he's actually going to be my tag team partner tonight. at His very first wrestling match, if he has his hair on the line, right before the college basketball season starts. Uh, and we're going against Derek King and Randy Hales. So the deal is, if uh, Bellotto and I win, we shave the head of Randy Hales.
4: Oh. And
5: and if Randy and Derek King win, we shave the head of Coach Mike Bellotto which his wife, who, you know, again, Velado's never done wrestling. He's been a lifelong fan. Uh, his favorite wrestler growing up was Ric Flair. Grew up in Miami. Uh, but he's getting ready to uh, kick off his first basketball season with A State. And his wife reached out to me and said, number one, make sure Mike doesn't get hurt before the season because that's kind of the bread and butter of uh, you know being a basketball coach is being able to hit the road. Right. But at the same point, she said that he doesn't have enough hair to lose if he shaved his head. They're afraid that it wouldn't grow back. So uh, I can't tell you ever in the history of wrestling that we've had a guy have his first match who's a college basketball coach and his hair on the line. I don't think that's ever happened.
2: No pressure. Put your, yeah, put your hair on your line in your, in, in your first match. Dustin, Would you if Tubby Smith got in the ring, would you be on the same team as him or would you be going against Tubby Smith? I think
3: the way that my reputation is, how I wrestle Bill Dundee and Coco B. I you would be, be wrestling, wrestling Tubby. Against Tubby. Yeah, yeah Tubby, Tubby might be too young
2: for, for you to be wrestling. But I'm right? not putting him over, though.
3: I'm not putting <laughs> Tubby over, though.
5: Oh, no, you're just like the rest of the guys on this show. <laughs> Nobody wants to put anybody over. We all have egos, brother. <laughs> Please. Too close to Memphis. I'm telling you, man, I'm retiring from this. I talked to Bill Dundee earlier. He said, how's it going today, kid? I said, Bill, this is uh, the biggest pain I've ever done. And every year when I do this and I deal with the egos, I always say I'm never doing this again. I'd rather show up and make appearances. Why in the world do I try to run events?
2: But, so this might be your last chance tonight in Jonesboro oh, to see God. some of these guys all on the same card, the wrestling reunion, watch Randy Hills get his head shaved. It's going to happen. And then, then we can go to Jerry Lawrence Hall of Fame Bar and Grill and see a bald Randy Hills. It's
5: going to be great. Oh, uh, my gosh. But uh, Legitimately, guys, though, it's been 30 years since Idol, uh, Rich, and Baller have all been together uh, in a ring with an event like this. Uh, we're going to put tickets on sale at the door uh, today at the Earl Bell Community Center, which uh, from Memphis isn't too far, man. it's From the bridge, it's about a one-hour drive.
3: Easy so. drive.
5: Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Again, it's going to be Lawler, Idol, Rich, Dundee, Doug Gilbert, myself, Derek King, Randy Hales, Coach Mike Bellato, and – Maybe Kevin Cerrito in the dressing room right next to tonight.
2: Watch out! It could it could happen. I I cannot believe that. I cannot believe this. Uh, okay, before we let you go, I do want to ask you real quick about uh, something else. We're talking to Brandon Baxter, of course. at Brandon on Fine on on Twitter. He's hyping the show. You know about the show. It's going to be tonight. It's going to be awesome. But you used to work for Global Force Wrestling for a minute, and I don't even know what's happening. Global Force Wrestling TNA became uh, Impact, then it became Global Force, and now it's back to being Impact. And Jarrett's not involved. And of course, you were involved when Jarrett was there. I know you're no longer. Involved or at the global in the with the global force brand, but you got to have some type of insight for us on what's Ooh. happening with that. You know anything that's going? Give on? Give us some scoop,
3: now. Oh man, that's
5: kind of a tough question there, Kevin. Put me on the spot. Uh, so okay, the, the, the background on the global force deal was when Jeff was starting to launch that company. Uh, my vision was to move to Nashville with Jeff, and there were three of us who were kind of spearheading that. Uh, myself, production was handled by Kevin Sullivan, and then of course Jeff Jarrett. So we were kind of the three headed monster
2: crew. Yeah, it's a good crew.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh, you know, over the course of time, um, you know, things were a little bit slower to get started. TV is just so tough to get on a national basis. Jeff worked his butt off, ended up making that deal with Anthem. Um, I at one point was offered the deal to, to head back to Nashville. Uh, chose to stay where I am for right now, but, uh, what's going on with Jeff? I can tell you that, uh, from our conversations and we, we speak multiple times per week that he's in a great place. Um, uh, you know, he worked so hard with TNA for all those years, worked so hard with Global Force that, Truly, I think he just needed a break. He needed a time to kind of clear his head and to spend time with his family. Uh, and in talking with Jeff this past week, I told him that I thought I, I had the best Jeff Jarrett on the phone that I'd had in a long time, and just because I think he needed that time away. Uh, and I think those doors with with Anthem and, and uh, Impact or Global Force, whatever it's going to be called, I think they'll stay open. I think Jeff has extreme value for that company, and they know that. But I think probably the best thing that happened uh, – six weeks ago or so was for Jeff to be able to take that break. All right. I think until you're in the day to day grind of trying to do that with all the with all the headaches. I'm telling you guys I've run one show <laughs> a year and it's a pain. I can't imagine it on a daily basis trying to grow a brand and and go through you know, they have, obviously they've had struggles trying to uh, do what they're doing, but I know that uh, you know, Jeff isn't all the way out on that deal and that uh, it wouldn't surprise me if He didn't go back at some point whenever he was ready. But I think at this point he's enjoying kind of uh, getting everything back in order in his life. He's been uh, in the gym three times a day nice, uh, trying to get back in the shape that he wants to be in. I think maybe Dustin Starr might be an influence on that. So, uh, Anyway, Jeff sounds great, and I'm just happy that he's had a little bit of a break. Hey, he looked
3: great, too. I saw him on ESPN when the Titans played Monday Night Football. He wound up a guitar and hit the cameraman right in the head with it.
5: He just looked fresh again. And I think that was one of the things, man. He was, you know, you can't work 20 hour days, seven days a week and travel all over the world and not wear down eventually. And I think that's kind of what happened. I think he just got tired and needed a break. And I think that, uh, when he's ready to go back and I would imagine that door be open for him to go back. And I'm excited to see what he's able to do. He's got a great mind for the business and a great vision. Um, and I was able to see that firsthand. That's why I was going to pick up my family and move to Nashville. Just right. Because I believed in Jeff Jarrett. All mm-hmm. right, we're,
2: we're wrapping things up with Brandon Baxter. Last thing, apparently, uh, Kurt Engel has been added to the card tomorrow. Were you, what was your involvement with Kurt back in the Power Pro days?
5: Man, when Kurt came in, um, I actually was the figurehead, uh, the vice president, or whatever we called it, the general manager at the time. I cut the first promo introducing Kurt into Memphis. So, uh, when Kurt came in, he was kind of my hire, even though he was sent by the WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up being in tag team partners a lot. It was myself and Kurt against a guy named Steve Bradley and Jim Cornette. So when Kurt came in, uh, you know, he was. They all had a great vision for Kurt, um, man. They they all knew what they thought that they had, and they told us to essentially protect him like no other developmental talent. We were told, uh, point blank, take care of him. Don't make him look bad. This guy's going to be a star. Awesome. And, uh, boy, did, did you he ever become a star? You
2: didn't just introduce him to Memphis; you introduced him to professional wrestling. Uh, but that was because yes. that's his big debut. So, who who was rocking the bald head first? Was it him or you?
5: Oh, that was definitely <laughs> me. I didn't have a choice, though, man. Uh, back in about 1997, my hair was about as thin as it could be, and I thought I got to do this. And uh, I remember one night uh, in we I guess we were in Bluffville, Arkansas, and uh, it, this sounds really silly when you think that. There's an Olympic gold medalist there, but uh, Jim Cornette and Steve Bradley had attacked Kurt Angle, and they were going to stuff him in a freezer, like a deep freeze. (laughs) And for some reason, I'm the guy who made the save. I weighed about 170 pounds, and I was saving an Olympic gold medalist. That must have been a Randy Hales idea. That is awesome.
3: <laughs> I love it. I love Power Pro
2: Wrestling. In, in action tonight against uh, against Randy Hales. Power Pro Wrestling. We've got to talk more Power Pro uh, soon. It's, it's, a, it's a great era. I was just talking about it yesterday, but like it really was. like That was the, the peak of professional wrestling going on then, right? Oh, feel- in, the, in the late 90s. That's when it was hot. The yeah. Monday Night Wars oh, going man. on. And Memphis had a deal with WWE. Uh, local wrestling was still happening here. Still happening at TV5. And then eventually we had our own little war with it. Memphis Championship Wrestling sp- spinning off from that, and it was just it was awesome time so to be a, to be a wrestling many fan. Even stars
3: in... came from that era too. I mean, you had Kurt Angle, you had Rikishi. I mean, you, the list goes on and on. I mean, there was a lot of guys. If you watch back now, like, oh my gosh, that guy's a huge star today, right? So, well,
5: and if you go, if you were to go back, and if we had hours to talk about it, there are so many really interesting stories and intricate things that uh, that were going through that time. The, the struggle between Power Pro and MCW. Uh, some of the stuff that happened was developmental because there were times where we were the developmental company and there were times where the, WW, the WWF at the time came in and pulled all of the talent and they right. were all gone.
0: Right. All of a we had to go right. back
5: and rebuild a local crew and then they would come back in. There were just so many things that when we look back on it in hindsight, we're like, wow, we really had, um, you know, we had a lot to work through. Randy, it wasn't always easy, but it was fun.
2: Right. Randy was booking then. Were you, were you involved with behind the scenes stuff or were you just oh, doing yeah. on, on air? What were you doing?
5: No, yeah, Randy actually, uh, I came here in 95 for the U.S. degree for Jarrett um for about a year. Went away when Randy was going to um, come back in as the owner of Power Pro. I, I kind of came in to be, I guess, an assistant, and I, that's kind of how I worked the entire Power Pro run uh, with creative, with uh, production. I was up in the booth a lot with the directors, um, you know, talking to talent, kind of laying things out. So, I mean, I was there from day one uh, to be the right-hand guy. And on the week, you know, and essentially it was a 50-50 deal a lot of the time, some weeks were more of my ideas on T V. Some weeks are more Randy's, some weeks were more Lawler. But um, you know, it was kind of a it was right. a really great time for me and I wish I, I wish we could go back and I think all of us wish we could go back to those T V five days oh, because man. I don't know that we realized how great it was when we were doing it.
2: Right, uh, yeah. At some point, Brandon, we're gonna have you back on. We're gonna do a deep dive into the the era of pro, power pro wrestling and all that because it's not as well documented as the other eras in Memphis wrestling history. So, so we get, get some I get you. some more insight on that. So, our, the big show tonight in Jonesboro, uh, Brandon Baxter in action, uh, as well as the King and, and my man Al Snyder, will be there as well. So, oh, <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> I thank, won't
5: bring up your name, Kevin. I promise, I'm not gonna
2: bring up your name. Yeah, you don't want time. to.
5: He'll he'll come after you too. Oh. He'll want more money. I guarantee it for me.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: All right, thanks, Brandon, for joining us. I see you. Uh, it's Brandon Baxter again. Follow him at Brandon on K-Fine, if you don't on Twitter and go out to Jonesboro tonight. That should be a fun show. He's a
3: great follow too. A lot of wrestling talk, and he, he's being a little modest, man. He he ran the show. He ran the show. He wrote the show. The whole nine yards. He he. Him and Randy Hales ran the deal back at Power Pro. He's definitely one of the guys to talk to about that era of Memphis
2: wrestling. And and I'm assuming we will. Can't wait for Randy Hales to be bald so we can go uh, up to King Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar & Grill. Of course, Randy Hales, the general manager up there at Lawler's Bar on Beale Street. Of course, the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. And today, the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour and a half being brought to you by King Jerry Lawler's Hall of Fame Bar & Grill. It's at 159 Beale Street. They got $3 Fireball every single day. Uh, Awesome food. You were up there eating after the show the other day. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, man, it was packed. I had a world-famous Slam Burger, of course. The slam Burger, they have their fried barbecue ribs, good food up there. They show every pay-per-view, so if you want to go uh, – if you don't have meningitis yourself and you want to go out to see the <laughs> pay-per-view, watch it on television and with some wrestling fans, you go out to uh, the King's Place on Bill Street, they'll be showing – TLC pay-per-view up there, and it's King Jerry Law's Hall of Fame Bar and Grill, not only just to see the pay-per-views, but, of course, basketball season is back. It is your pre- and post-game destination for any and every event that happens at FedEx Forum. So if you're going out there tonight uh, for the Golden State Warriors uh, game, uh, go to the Kings before or after that. It's a perfect place to pre-game and post-game for everything happening. And, of course, the best part, if you're a wrestling fan, anywhere in this region, if you're within driving distance to Memphis, Tennessee, just make the trip just to come to the Kings because you're, you'll enjoy it. The, uh, the, all of the stuff, all over the wall, all of, from, from Tojo's shoes to the Kings' robes, right? Like everything is there. Everything. And besides, you never know who you're going to see. You
3: might see superstar Bill Dundee there. Uh, I saw legendary referee Jerry Calhoun there just the other night. So. And
2: starting tomorrow, a bald Randy Hill. <laughs> bald Randy Hill, so you could talk wrestling with him more more than likely. So the King Jerry Lawler, Hall of Fame bar and grill brings you the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Every single week. Coming up next, we're going to be joined by Buff Bagwell. And a little bit later on, we'll talk more about, uh, this, uh, big shakeup for WWE's pay-per-view, uh, tomorrow because of meningitis. Uh, it's, it's going to go down in history. This is going to be a, this is, this is a very historical moment. First time ever, I think. Yeah. That that, that something like this has happened and that Kurt Angle is going to make his in-ring return. So we'll talk more about that when we come back. You're listening to the Street Alive Wrestling Hour and a Half here on Sports Entertainment 56 and 87.7 FM.
4: Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday Funday at Laughlin Yard.
0: Are you one of the many necessary residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit sure. around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually that'd be a little weird instead? Just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub clip. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and dream specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerritotrivia Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party. Work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. We're excited with wing prizes, laughing out loud, high five, eating mass quantities, of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, bright pictures, visitors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com.
1: Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. (laughs)
2: We're back talking wrestling on the radio. We do it here every Saturday at 11. It's a supersized edition of the Wrestling Hour. It's a wrestling hour and a half. We're here till 1230 today. We're off next week, unfortunately, Dustin. Oh, man. But we should be back on in, in uh, two weeks. we got some football in this time slot next week. It happens this time of year. Right. And uh, But, of course, if you ever miss a show or, or think you missed a show, just subscribe to us. That's Absolutely. the easiest thing to do.
3: Wherever you get your podcast, just go take that subscribe button to Slap City. And while you're there, Kevin, you might as well go ahead and give us a five star rating because each and every show has five
2: star guests. That's a good point. That's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. I can I can endorse that. I can get behind that. Uh, so, hey, you got anything you, got, you, you want to plug, Dustin? I know you got some uh, something. You're not wrestling that much. Your big match was the other night. Yeah, big Whereas, match. So I know you got your horse and carriages parked outside the radio station. <laughs> right, You're going right. to hop in that. You'll be at the Grizzlies game tonight. Uh, We're going to take let the horse and carriage. They, take, they let you park the horse and carriage inside of FedEx Form, or does it just still stay outside? No, they pull Spiel us Street? They pull us right up to the front door, and we walk right in. Okay, easy. Yeah. and then they come back and But pick back.
3: Uh, I do want to tell you about November 3rd, Battle of the Bras at Horseshoe Casino. Love this event. It is going to be awesome. I know you've seen us on Local 24, you know, teasing the event, but, man, they have listed... Some unbelievable athletes. I've got some really stiff competition this year, Kevin.
2: Right. Last year, you went down to Buff Bagwell. I got to MC the event last year. It really is a lot of fun down there at Horseshoe Casino. It's all for a great cause. But So last year, you, uh, D'Angelo took you down. But this year, there's competition for you and D'Angelo. Oh, honestly. my gosh.
3: So D'Angelo Williams will be back. He'll be there November 3rd at Horseshoe. Gary Barnage, NFL football player, he'll be there as well and Memphis's own Mike Miller will be there. He's going to let it fly. Miller. So these guys will be strutting the runway wearing a bra um, all the proceeds go to the American Cancer Society and Brawl Battle 2017. Men want, and in
2: braziers
3: I want to remind everybody that you guys can help. Even if you can't go to the event, we have why some. Why can't they go? Well, why can't they go? Because they can go. They can absolutely go. It's
2: so um, much fun.
3: I have the ticket link on my Twitter at Dustin Star. But we also have some brand new pink Squad Up Five Star Squad t-shirts. All the proceeds uh, go to the cause at uh, Brawl Battle 2017. You can go to com slash the Power Couple, and you can buy those pink shirts. We're going to donate all the proceeds there. And a big shout-out to Iron Attitude. I don't know if you saw this, but they made this custom weight belt. It's the only weight belt that I use. He made mine. So he donated uh, from Iron Attitude a custom Real Men Wear Pink weight belt that they're going to auction off at the silent auction. And, of course, all the proceeds
2: will go to the American And Kansas so it's at Society. Horseshoe Casino. It is on November 2nd? November no, 3rd. 3rd. It's a Friday night. Friday night. Friday night, November the third. So. and whatever
3: you the, think the event is, it is so much bigger and so much better and so much more fun than I ever thought. Last year was wait. your first time there, yeah? It oh, was awesome. it
2: was great. It was, it's so much. And fun. I have
3: something very special planned.
2: Go, you need to if you're going to try to win it.
3: I've got you to. Need to. <laughs> You've got to. Angela
2: Williams, Gary Barnage, and Mike Miller versus Dustin Starr. All right, we're about to be joined by Buff Bagwell himself, but I've got to I got to get in uh, this plug for wrestling. Maybe I could do trivia. my
3: uh, Buff Bagwell impersonation and kind of strut down the runway and bust out some guns. If you is
2: that what why that? Not? Just why don't you just do the, your your typical regular five star? Well, stuff? you know, I'll put the five star spin on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's this big event coming up that Austin Idol can't wait for. It is the next wrestling <laughs> trivia night. Uh, we do we uh, a few times a year before all the big WWE pay per views. We have uh, wrestling trivia. It's always free to play. And the next one uh, we announced last week, uh, right before we were joined by Austin Idol. He can't wait for this. He thinks this is a great idea, having five on five. He, he thinks that he can't, he could not stop talking about the five on five. He kept talking about
1: five.
2: <laughs> Well, we're going to have traditional 5-on-5 Survivor Series Elimination Trivia Matches, which means we're having teams of five this time for the uh, Rasslin Trivia Series. It is coming to Memphis Maids Tap Room uh, on November the 16th. That's a Thursday night, 8 o'clock bell time. Uh, RSVP for your team. You and go to CerritoTrivia.com or Facebook.com slash CerritoTrivia. Find the link. Did you see the image we're using for this? I haven't seen it yet. It's, uh, look, it, look it up. It's, uh, it's, look it up. Oh, just boy. look it up. We'll talk, we'll talk about it uh, later. But uh, it is the, uh, the wrestling trivia series. Even if you don't think you can win, but you love pro wrestling, because I know if you're listening to this, you like pro wrestling, right? Uh, you just feel free to just come out and you can, you can watch, because uh, it's so much fun. It's like a show, right? Yeah. It's like a show going on. Lots of people in costume. People are already talking smack with, about you. on. I don't know if you saw that on Facebook. Yes, they're, they're posting it on my
3: wall. They're tweeting me, all sorts they're of stuff. Coming but for don't you. worry. Don't worry. I am assembling the strong five-star squad to date.
2: And you've already issued your challenge out yes. there. Yes. Uh, from on last week's show. But if you, you still come out and just watch, you can eat, you can drink the uh, the, the brews that Memphis made, Fireside, whoo, the best beer in town. And of course, there's a food truck and the pizza place next door you can get food from. Uh, so if you want to just come out and cheer, I know Memphis loves to boo uh, and, uh, or chant or whatever during the during the show. Did you look at the picture? I'm looking
3: at the graphics. It's the, the graphic. king and his, um, what are they, mini kings? Uh,
2: yeah, I, I, the littles?
3: The king littles? I don't, yeah, know. I don't remember
2: what it, word they officially used or if it's still uh, politically <laughs> correct to use that word in 2017. When Team they, royalty. Let's just call them that. His, the, the mini me's, all of his little mini me's, um, cheesy, sleazy, and queasy. Was that, that their means? name? I think oh that gosh. that's a trivia question right there. So our uh, the next wrestling trivia night is the Wrestling Trivia Series, November sixteenth. Memphis made tap room prizes, of course, for best team name, uh, ring attire, and the team also, that wins, of course. So come dressed up if you want. Also, Kevin, we'll be giving
3: away. Uh, this is I haven't even told you yet. This Sorry. is a surprise for you. Wait, at this? But the wrestling trivia? Yes, about this wrestling a, trivia. All right, sir. So, uh, what so, is it? I know some people have heard, but on December ninth, right here in Memphis, Tennessee, Rey Mysterio will be performing live. Really? At Memphis Lucha Libre Wrestling. It was announced this week, and guess who has tickets? You have tickets? Of course I have. I did
2: not know this at all. Awesome. And
3: so we will have some tickets up for grabs at Wrestling Trivia
2: Series on November sixteenth to go see Rey Mysterio. So Rey this Mysterio. is the same. Is the same uh, company, the same venue where you defeated Broken Matt Hardy? Possibly. They might be
3: looking for a bigger venue, so I'll keep you posted on that. It's the same group that brought in. Absolutely. You can go to Memphis Lucha Libre on Facebook and get more information. But Rey Mysterio is confirmed, and he will be performing in Memphis on December 9th. All right. We'll have your chance for some free tickets.
2: Got to see Rey Mysterio before he returns to wrestle Enzo Amore at uh, WrestleMania, (laughs) right? (laughs) Or Kalisto. I'm predicting that. It's the WrestleMania (laughs) uh, Cruiserweight matches Rey Mysterio versus Enzo. Okay, but uh, let's uh, get to our guest now. He's a. I guess I was going to say he was a former member of the NWO, but you're always NWO for life. life. He is a member of the NWO. He wrestled uh, Jerry the King Lawler the other night. He is Buff Bagwell, and he joins us now. Buff? I think he joins us now. Buff Bagwell, you there, Buff? He's the stuff. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. We're having How's slight, going? slight technical problems, slight buzzing going on with all our interviews today. So I do apologize for the <laughs> folks uh, listening here. This is uh, we are a b- b- nice radio station. Just some technical problems uh-huh. today. Uh-huh. All right, hey Buff, what's up? How you were just in Memphis? How, how was your time in Memphis? What, what was happening?
1: Dude, I, I, I you know, Memphis is a god. is such a great wrestling town just because of what Lawler did to, you know back years ago. But it still stayed the same, and it's still a huge wrestling town, and. Um, and, and it's close to Atlanta, which I like. And it was always one of our main towns for WCW, you know. So, um, um, I just thought it's always got that, you know, you know, just that nostalgia about it. It's just, you know, I love Bill Street and I really do like oh, Memphis a lot. It was one of our favorite towns to always go wrestling because of the fans.
3: Now, you mentioned the King and how he how he's built this wrestling territory and everything, but it seems like Buff, every single time you come to Memphis, whether it's at FedEx Forum with the Memphis Grizzlies Wrestling Night or Downtown Meltdown on Beale Street the other night, man, you have so many problems with the King.
1: What's going
4: on? Well, the problem is, dude, it's
1: just these guys. I mean, Jerry the King Lawler is Jerry the King Lawler. I mean, this is basically one of the ultimate best of all times, icons and all that, but at the same time... You know, I feel like the Memphis Grizzly form was a little bit mine for a while when Jerry wasn't around. And now all of a sudden he wants to come back and, and make stakes and say it's his when, when I was there and, you know, I was, I may have been rooting for the Spurs, but I was there, yeah. you know. I mean, you know, so, uh, but I, and, and I'm coming back, bro, because I'm not letting Lauder take over what I worked so hard last year for. There's no way.
3: So he's so yeah, I, say, just 90, I just love the night I
1: just love the night you know just because he comes out and brings that stupid Grizz with him super Grizz or Ooh. whatever his name is jacked up Grizz.
0: And they so, come out and
1: both double team me for me to lose, of course. So and anybody that was there saw them both beat me and cheat. We
3: got we got to tell the listeners exactly what happened. So we've been saving this story until you got on with us. So there was a match: Buff Bagwell was versus the, was this the main event? Versus the King. They was at a main event. Park
2: on Beale Street.
3: And Jerry Lawler. He had a little bit of backup because you know Buff. He's always got the NWO around. So Super Grizz was actually in the King's corner for this match.
1: Yes. And, and I thought I thought foul play right there. I <laughs> I didn't know it. And I told the reps to keep an eye out on him. Of course, he didn't. Super Grizz was there with a the belt. You know, of course, Lama gets a little excited. And, you know, they double-teamed me to beat me. But that's not going to happen January the 5th, bro.
3: Now, you grabbed the, the microphone. You grabbed the microphone after the match was over with. And yes. you said that you're coming back. So you laid out a challenge for wrestling night on January 5th. That's what happened at Beale with, Street.
1: Without a shadow of a doubt. And you know what? Let's just say anybody that thinks I really got beat the other night, maybe may be a little more of a plan than January the 5th than everybody thinks. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: I love it. So let's back up. I wasn't able to, uh, to be there on Thursday night, and I know many of our listeners weren't either. So, I
4: lost. You lost.
2: You lost to Jerry. J- Week,
1: well, wink, wink. I lost. Oh, so you're
2: saying this is part Jerry of the plan? Lawler, but
1: there's a January 5th thing that is going to all make sense when.
2: Everybody comes and sees me again. <laughs> right, so, I love I'm getting So Buff is that you will be there. You will be in attendance at wrestling Uh-oh. night. It's er- earlier this year in January, January 5th. Getting some uh, spoilers here. Memphis Grizzlies wrestling night. So you'll be back. Without a doubt. Now, Buff, what happened after the, so after the match he beat you? Did Grizz just hand over the title to him? Is that what, happened? Yeah, you see what so now, happened?
1: So now Lawler's got the title back after me and X Mark, and Steiner come take it from where it belongs and take it back. Well, you know, Dallas stuck his nose in and kept it kept Lawler alive and that's okay. That we one to nothing Lawler. At, at the you know, FedEx Forum, but it's getting ready to be at least so he just handed, one-to-one.
2: he just handed the, the title over? I mean, it was this was this Hogan and Kevin no, Nash's Dallas. idea? Was this, know, like... this,
1: is, this goes from last year, from this... last year when Dallas came in for Lawler and kind of helped um, uh, Lawler maintain the belt. So, you know, uh, I could argue the fact, if need be, but with somebody as big as name, and, and he is an icon no matter how much I'm out to get that belt, he, he's still Jerry the King Lawler. He is the King. But, but this, still. That, what
2: happened? I mean, did Grizz lose his smile, and that's why he had to hand over the title? Or was this a finger poke of doom type of situation? I don't so get it. Like wrestling Gris, puns. Grizz yeah. should have to defend the title. He should so, be. He it, should it, be. A, exactly.
1: It but, got a little confusing for everybody because when Jerry couldn't make it, and then Dallas all of a sudden yeah. shows up in his behalf. Well, I brought in Big Papa Pump. I brought in X-Pac. We had our whole team ready to go. And here comes Dallas sticking his nose in it. And so, you know, I could, like I said, I could argue the fact a little bit, but instead right. I'm just going to prove my point. January so,
2: so what what happened? <laughs> so, what you're saying, Dustin, is that the Grizzly weight championship belt changed hands at a house show? Yeah, actually, <laughs> actually, yes. Yeah, and I'm happened? kind of torn here because so the cause king being, is the champ now yeah. again. That this is big news. Well, as you know, you and Grizz are, are friends. You and Grizz
3: are friends, right? Why and did then, did you tell him to do this? This is. Well, now, okay, so obviously Grizzly's Wrestling Night was inspired by Memphis Wrestling and the King, Jerry Lawler. And the King
2: did originally give the belt <laughs> Super Grizz to Derrick not... King, which was an awful decision. <laughs>
3: well, if you remember, the King couldn't be there, so he, he crowned Derrick King uh, the opportunity right. to defend the championship on his behalf. That's where Buff Bagwell comes into this story because he told Jerry Lawler that he would have Derrick King's back. Which, in turn, you're not supposed to trust the NWO. Right. Buff Bagwell turned his back on Derek costing him the championship, which has led to me, this me big feud, Buff. Last, me and
1: X-Pod last year won the belt, fair and square, <laughs> Memphis <laughs> Forum. And we said, of all things, X-Pod just walked by and we were talking about it. And he just won the belt with DDP just stuck his nose in it.
2: But at the end of the night, that night, Grizz was the champion. But now, so we're saying the other night on Beale Street, Grizz gave the title up. Up. uh Look at he it. he lost way, his smile just like HBK and said hey <laughs> king i i need you to take it over is it because he missed that table bump and yes. grizz is sad about about going through that table he couldn't go through the table during the playoffs and so Super he... Grizz Super
3: Grizz had to right <laughs> the wrong that Buff Bagwell did so Buff Bagwell turned his back on the Grizzlies okay. cost us the championship Super Grizz got it back and returned it to what he feels like is the rightful owner
2: which is Jerry the I P-roll. don't agree with these handing so, you don't hand off the title yeah, See now you're with
1: me, so you kind of understand what I'm saying. I feel like I've been mistreated a little bit. You here. should,
2: you should be able to to challenge
1: Super Grizz. Hey, I think, I, I think, yeah, either one or the other, and that's hey, that's not a bad idea. Is to have Waller and Grizz versus me and my ex fox or me and Scott or whoever you want me to think of in and have a tag team match out of it. It don't matter to me. It's hmm. just going to be an NWO. Buff Bagwell night instead of the that's what we're going to start
2: calling it when after this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the N- NWO re- uh, night at, at uh, the Grizzlies and not wrestling night. It's going to be NWO night. Well, they've taken Absolutely over a couple N-W-O of years. NWO <laughs> night at,
1: at Stadium. We're talking. We're talking
2: with Buff Bagwell, so we're trying to. F- I'm trying to figure this out because both Buff and Dustin were both there at Haney Park on Bill Street the other night, but apparently uh, the storylines continue for Grizzlies wrestling night and and at a house show uh, that Grizz has. Handed over the Grizzly Championship belt. He's no longer the Grizzly uh, weight champion. As he when he walked away from Wrestling Night last week, he handed it over to the King. The King is champion again. But Bagwell's angry. He's going to be there. So uh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting uh, story to to follow here and how this gets followed up. And I know there's already rumors. The King's King was already, was on the show last week before he was even champion again, talking about. Um, he wants to, like—they're they they're talking about expanding wrestling night into being the whole weekend and doing something on oh, the wow. Friday night before and— at, at the, the lander Center. So it could be a pretty epic wrestling night. We're very close to it, actually, yes. if you think about it. We're about to be... I, I, it's,
1: it's right around the corner. It's going to be here before you know it, and I'm excited about
2: it. So this got me thinking, though, Buff. Where were you during the finger poke of doom? What were you thinking when you first heard about this? It's a very infamous moment in WCW history when Hogan pokes Kevin Nash, pins him uh, really fast in the ring. Where were you? What was the What was the locker room thinking? Did y'all realize it would be such a a moment that people look back on as, as one of those momentum-changing moments the, the not, not, in the nails and the coffins?
1: Not really. And to be honest with you, backstage, it, 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 didn't do, it didn't do hardly anything, really. It was more, you know, to the fans and to the public. The backstage, it was just kind of, you almost could call it business. I don't know. Uh, it upset me a little bit that we couldn't get to some, you know, conclusion to you know, to, to give everybody a, a much better ending to the storyline than that. But at the same time, you, you, you gotta realize, you know, uh, this, this is a business. And just like, just like football is a business, it's a sport also, but it's also a business. And, um, uh, so business has got to be done sometimes in certain ways to keep things controlled, to keep, uh, you know, the, the talent and, and, and having strength and having power. And that was one of those times that, uh, you know, The office, the suits as you call them, they were starting to get control over Hogan and everybody and they decided to make, keep in mind, this is out of my realm, these are, I'm in W.O. and I'm friends with these guys and these guys are super rock, these guys are superstars like Jerry the King. I'm on the plane, but I'm sitting in coach, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Uh, They're on the plane and they're in first class, you know what I'm saying? That's, That's the real deal. And but at the same time, that's what they decided to come up with professionally They did so, and it came out, but it didn't really shock a lot of us. We all kind of knew something was up, and it was going to be, you know, not quite go down the way everybody was expecting it.
2: Yeah, it's, it's one of those moments where people look back and say, I mean, you could have had, we talk about Grizzlies, like you could have had Pete Pranica come on at that moment and say, Hamer, Nell, Coffin for WCW. It's one of those moments where people are like, these are WCW kind of screwed up, announcing the foley yeah. moment, the finger, po- the, the finger poke of doom. Finger those, poke? Yeah. yeah, the finger poke. If you guys don't remember that, it's, uh, if you're too young to remember, you should go oh, back brilliant. or weren't following, following it, but it, it looked like there was going to be a great match between Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan, but they just, it was a ruse. It was, we were bamboozled. It was just uh, a, a, a poked him. Hogan poked Nash in the chest with his finger, like tapped him with his finger, and the match was over about three seconds it. later. So uh, it was pretty,
1: pretty vicious.
5: It was a pretty vicious poke, though. Right. It was pretty. Vicious. <laughs> did you, uh, did you ever, did you
2: ever feel, did you ever feel like Hulk Hogan was holding you back or any of your friends
1: back in WCW? Absolutely of, not. No. Every time I get asked about Hogan, which you can imagine, I get asked. Mm-hmm. a lot now and a million times back then, but Hogan was always super to everybody. He did, He had his own dressing room, but he, but he ate with the talent. He hung with the talent. And, for example, you know, Hellwig, God rest his soul, the warrior, you know, he was more quiet. He had his own dressing room. You never saw him. It was sneak in the building, sneak out, didn't hang with the talent. And when you do that with the boys, it just kind of sets... It kind of puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And Hogan wasn't like that. He was very, you know, talkative. And he was one of the boys. And when you start, it's called superstar in somebody. No, nobody, we're all, we're, we're all TV wrestling stars at that building, you know? So nobody wants to be superstarred, you know, right. by anybody. We're all trying to work together to pull the rating off. And it takes all of us to do this. Hogan can't be out there for two hours and pull the two hour rating off. I can't be out there for two hours, but all of us can. And that's what we did. Um, And we were a great two-hour show, and that's why we were number one for, you know, 80-something consecutive weeks there in that stretch, you
2: know. We're talking with Buff Bagwell. He has announced he will be at Grizzlies Wrestling Night on January 5th at FedEx Forum. It will be a sellout. They're giving away Jerry Lawler crowns that night. Yeah. uh, What do you think about this? Are you going to get one of those Jerry Lawler crowns?
1: I, I've got to get one. I've got to get one. <laughs> oh boy! I got to get one. What are you going to do with that crown? Right, right. That's that's the part I can't tell you. <laughs> hey, I would usually
3: say that the deck is a little bit stacked against Buff, but but you know because it's it's basically Jerry Lawler night. They're giving away seventeen thousand crowns, Super Grizz. It's King's hometown. Everything's in his favor, but.
1: I'm outweighed on this one, bro. That's well, why I've had to go a little deeper with I was my phone. Say. I get my phone out on this one, and uh, I had to make some plans for this one. So right. believe me, we'll, we're going to be ready.
3: He's the NWO, and you can never tell what the NWO is going to do or who's going to show I up. I can make one so, phone
1: call and have five NWO guys there. He's, so. he's mm. NWO
2: for life, but Memphis is Jerry Lawler for life. So it's 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 a tough match. They spray-painted me one year. They did attack you. Oh, yeah. man. Wow. Yeah. Can't can't wait to so see that, that again. that buff. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping things up with Buff Bagwell. Last question, Buff, uh, your name is back in the news uh this week. Uh-oh. But it says you you and Raven oh. the, you and Raven have both withdrawn your parts of the lawsuit against WWE. Is that true, you guys Absolutely
1: not? Absolutely not true.
2: Not true. Nope. So so you, are you still pursuing that lawsuit that you're not getting any royalties yes. from the network? That's uh, still going on. Okay. Absolutely. It's
1: uh, uh it's, it's in full middle right red's right, right side dead in the middle of it.
2: Okay, so I'm assuming you can't comment any further on that. But no, I can't.
1: I hate that. I, 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 I've always been known to my lawyer has cussed me and threatened me <laughs> and everything else because I'm honest to God. I'm really so honest and so truthful about my life. I always have been. You can ask Dustin. I've always just told him like it is, mm-hmm. but on this one, I can't. I just can't. i just it's just going to screw myself. But, yes, we're, we are, and the, the lawsuit is still going up and strong. Yes.
2: All right, Buff, well, uh, thanks for joining us, and we, I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, as we get closer to, to wrestling night, or if not before, when you get that. Your goal is to walk away with some some, some uh, gold around your waist, I'm assuming.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm walking away. It could, I mean, we're talking about a major, major night and a major, major swing that if I can get it swung the way I need it, it's it's it just could be the NWO night every year at the Forum.
2: Oh, my goodness. Ooh. If they spray paint the mm. belt...
1: It could happen, Kevin. What if we just... What if we spray paint law like? You ever thought about that?
2: Ooh, that now.
3: Uh, how yeah. how loud would the building be full of booze? Do you oh, think they I mean, boo more I mean for Chandler I mean, I or, or boo more
2: for that? I don't know. Hey, Buff, I don't know if you saw the headlines this week, but the Gri- the Grizzlies fans like you're you're gonna be in trouble. They were booing their own I player know, this dude, week. They're rough. They're they were booing they're Chandler rough, Parsons. a <laughs> bluff.
1: Really? So. They're pretty rough. They're pretty rough. No doubt about it. But uh, yeah, I'm we don't buff. We, we don't buff fans that night.
2: We don't buff. They need. We don't buff towels that night. Yes, get yes I love that towel <laughs>
1: night. We don't buff of all things. I love it. All
2: right, all right, Buff. Thanks for joining us. We will uh we'll catch up with you again.
1: Hey, we'll talk to you. We'll, hey, we'll talk a lot more. When we get when we get a little closer, and I'll I'll reveal a little more stuff.
2: All right, cool. About uh, the generation. I wonder gonna, to you guys. I wonder who he's going to bring. I wonder who he's going to bring. All right, thanks, Buff. Thank you, guys. So, so. so, whose side are whose side are you on, Dustin? Because I know you were probably cheering well, for Buff against the King the other night, but then the Grizzly stuff got involved, and you're, you're kind of torn here. Like your whole uh, heel face thing is, is getting too confusing for me. It's too Jerry Lawler mid nineties. Well, like the, he's a face in Memphis, he's a heel at, at WWE. Like um, you're a face at FedEx Forum, but you're you're a heel everywhere else. And Handy Park is so close to FedEx Forum, my mind can't take it. I don't know what to do, man. My friends, <laughs> my friends are troublemakers.
3: I guess Buff comes to Memphis, he gets in trouble every single time with the king, with with Grizz. But, you know... First and foremost, I think it's me and Grizz, man, we've known each other so long. I work with him at each game. That's my boy. I got to have Grizz's back. Got to have Grizz's. No, back. No, I can't I turn that. to the NWO. Oh man, if you turned oh, NWO, what if, <laughs> what if I was? What if I was? How great would my career well, Seriously,
2: What if they got their hands on that belt and spray painted it? Because they got that new belt they introduced last year. It, it's not
3: a belt, Kevin. It's a championship. It's I know a I was you. I was championship you. it's and a Championship
2: belt, and it could be. It's spray a title painted. or a championship. It's not a belt.
3: What would be? What would get more booze? Spray painting the championship or spray painting the king.
2: Uh, the king, because I think spray painting the championship, you'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. If they spray painted the king, I might think it's kind of cool. You would. <laughs> Nobody else would. Memphis is Jerry Lawler for life. Okay. Uh, that was awesome with Buff. We've got it. this is a supersized edition of the show today because we're off next week, unfortunately. So we got an extra half an hour today and we're going to talk about TLC when we come back. Kurt Angle. Yes. Kurt Angle's not joining us on the show, but we oh. will talk about Kurt Angle because he's replacing Roman Reigns in the main event of TLC tomorrow. He's making his first. Uh, appearance in a wwe ring in the tights in action tomorrow night you said 11 years that's the 11 that's years the i trivia can't wait. so we'll talk about that next andrew goldstein's going to join us so we still have 30 more minutes of the show to go it's a cerrito live a uh, wrestling hour and a half today on sports entertainment 56 and 80
5: i can roll it into twa
1: tell all the
2: All right, this is real live wrestling hour and a half. We're going to continue talking wrestling on the radio here today.
3: Oh yeah, mercy,
2: daddy, Siroto, coming back from handsome Jimmy's yeah name here so we got that 30, fired me up man we have about a little less than 30 more minutes to go on the program here with you till 12 30 this week and we're going to jump right into it because there's some big big news in the world of professional wrestling as it concerns wwe i cannot remember something like this happening before we're going to talk about it with our buddy former wwe creative team member andrew goldstein and he joins us now what's up andrew
4: What's up, guys? Thanks for the boogie-woogie entrance. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah.
2: well, th- well, thanks for joining us. There's so much like uh, to talk about all of a sudden here in the past uh, 12 hours uh, for for this pay-per-view that's happening with TLC. Of course, Andrew joins us before every WWE pay-per-view, unless there's a Jewish holiday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's just get right into it. So Table, Ladders, and Chairs has been renamed uh, Meningitis Mania. And... We've got three superstars that will not be there. We knew Bo Dallas wasn't going to be on the card. and uh, But now Bray Wyatt or Sister Abigail, not going to be there. Neither one of them. And... And we will not have an appearance uh, by Roman Reigns. What's up? Wow. So apparently all of the them. The big dog. Yeah, the big dog uh, infected with some type of meningitis or what they think might be. They're showing signs of it. Not really much information out there. But they're being pulled from the car. It's that big of a health concern. I don't ever remember anything like this happening. Can you think of anything historically? Yes, Andrew? Sir.
4: Well, that's the interesting part. you say you don't remember. 2006, while I was on the creative team, the Great American Bash 2006, Bobby Lashley, Great Khali, and Super Crazy were all pulled from the pay-per-view for Elevated Liver Enzyme. Oh. They had to rebook the Punjabi prison with the big show, which is an iconically bad, famous, awesomely bad match. <laughs> and, and they took Lashley out of the three-way for the U.S. title, and it just became uh, Finley versus William Regal. So it has happened before. I was there uh, when those emails came through, like, hey, the whole, the whole card, mm. the whole main event, has been changed because of a medical, because of a bit of a, uh, a medical, uh, situation going around in the locker room. Right.
2: I, I, I do remember that. Yeah. I, I, now that you, know you mention it, I do. So, so that did change and you were there. So how did this work? You got an email? Did you guys have emergency meetings? How many days have, uh, before the pay per view this? Yeah.
4: Uh, it's a lot of, co- back in those days, a lot of conference calls, a lot of emails, and really that's sort of when when uh, Mr. McMahon jumps into, uh, puts on his Superman cape and rebooks the whole thing in a moment's notice. In this case, it, it's really strange considering the whole promotion of the pay-per-view was built around the, the huge reunion of the Shield, and now we're not even going to get it because Roman Reigns, uh, you know, has caught whatever is going around the locker room, so I mean, this match was a hodgepodge anyway, with the five guys on the other side, Kane returning versus the Shield reunion. It was already a a very... uh Kitchen sink type of match, and now it's even more of a poo poo
2: platter. Which, yeah, and I was actually looking at old Survivor Series matches uh, this week, and they always seem to, they're more of oh, hodgepodge yeah. matchups than you could ever imagine. And and even the Shield matches always seem to kind of be like the Shield, and they're WrestleMania 30 that I was at in New Orleans, and I'm like, they were I can't remember who they were wrestling, but it was just a hodgepodge of people, yeah, <laughs> just now, so they could wrestle. Like they, the, there's never a, a good strong enough trio to go against the Shield. Yeah, and me
3: but, and Andrew were texting about this earlier, like just a couple of days ago. Maybe even yesterday when the news broke, literally within a 10-minute span, we were talking about, okay, we'll talk about TLC, you know, um, kind of like, Kevin, you weren't really excited about the card. But then 10 minutes later, it's like, hey, have you seen the update? This thing's going crazy, you know? Totally different card now.
4: But I think the silver lining for everybody in this situation is the fact that we're getting Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, and we're getting Kurt Angle back in the ring since... Not, you know, hasn't happened in the WWE ring since 2006. So, as hodgepodge and stinky as it is, it's very, I mean, I'm much more excited now for the pay per view, uh, just because it's sort of indie. It's indie in that, like, whoever's available is, we're going to put yep. the best match forward. So, you, you know,
2: you do think it's a better card now. The card is better now after post meningitis.
4: I, it, it's a very funny statement. It's not <laughs> better in terms of, There's been no build. You know, this is Finn Balor versus AJ Styles, no build, where a program like that, you could build for six months and have an incredible match. But I think those dudes are going to be given the directive, go tear the house down, go make sure these people get their money's worth because they might come into this this event feeling robbed. So go, I think they're going to tear the house down. This is what Finn Balor needed.
3: Finn Balor needed this, man.
4: It's actually could yeah, be. Yeah. You're right. Oh, the, he job.
3: needed this big time because I felt like the Bray thing was kind of it was just weird, stupid, done, over with. But now this match will steal the show, and I wouldn't doubt seeing these guys put in a program moving forward too.
4: Absolutely, and and uh, you know something we talked about the last. You know it's almost like I'm on every two weeks now <laughs> with pay per views. But last time I was on, I talked about the paradigm shifting in WWE with. You know, it used to be sort of everything is built. We're always looking at WrestleMania. We're always looking at WrestleMania. Well, now I, I feel like the company feels like WrestleMania sells itself. And because of the network subscriptions, they really got to sell each and every single one of these papers. They got to make every single one special. And I'm looking at TLC. It's like I think we could have possible, uh, you know, paper pay-per-view of the year.
2: Wow. Like, oh, wow. Hey. So Dustin, just, Dustin. Just I, on intrigue. Yeah. I
4: mean, Kurt Angle, this yes. is like every fan dream.
2: Doesn't I got to count? Like you're that's, you're dead on about about Finn because I think Finn the wrestler is so much more interesting than Finn the demon, and he's going to be able to be the wrestler against AJ Styles, and that's what oh, it's, it's, it's going it's, it's to be. It's going to be a an, good match.
4: That's an absolute absolute dream match on the Indies, and now we're getting it in, in a WWE ring with WWE production. Uh, I just hope you know. Uh, on the other side, I hope they let Kurt work a little bit because he can't. I mean, the guy wrestled Kurt, Cody Rhodes three times this year, and he wrestled Ray Mysterio on the Indies. So the guy, the, the guy can work.
2: They can't. Well, but let's back up to the original card because you were mentioned. Like it was like a hodgepodge main event. There was the Shield's reunion, and we all just assumed the Shield was going to win that match. It couldn't it have just been Braun, Miz, and Kane together, and that would have been a big enough force to go against yeah. the Shield. I would have believed we'll that that trio, if that was your plan, Braun, Kane, and Miz against the Shield. Yeah. I could have believed that because Braun beat ev- you know everybody in the Shield. He's beating them all by himself. But the tag team title feud with Cesaro and Sheamus.
3: That's why I think they try to keep them there. Yeah. But I'm with. You. You. Well, They've really stacked a deck against the Shield at this point.
4: My original takes coming into knowing that I was going to talk to you this weekend was that you know first of all the Kane thing, while it seemed like it came out of nowhere, there is the story of Roman beating the Undertaker, retiring the Undertaker. So I felt like there would have that would have been one of the storylines the announcers would have talked about of wow. why Kane has appeared out of nowhere to avenge his brother. That's the, on the one hand. And on the other hand, I just, I did think it was kind of strange that they threw the bar in with the Miz, even though we just spent six months building the Miz-Turage. Right. And and then, you know, like, why isn't it Bo Dallas and Curtis actually getting the rub here in this big match against the Shields? So, I had, and then they threw Braun Strowman in just because they had nowhere else to go with him at this point, it seemed like. So, again... I was coming into it feeling like, man, this is this is a kitchen sink kind of situation like a WrestleMania where they got to give everybody something to do. But now I'm much more I just I'm much more excited about uh, the pay-per-view. And I think it, it's a blessing in disguise for a guy like Finn Balor, who's been sort of stuck in neutral and a guy like AJ Styles, who's been on SmackDown kind of like, you know, doing the whole dance of this feud, this feud, this feud, not really sort of moving the needle.
2: Now we're talking with Andrew Goldstein. He joins us every month. He's a former WWE creative team member. You can follow him at AngeGold Gold on social media. I guess it did make, it would have, the five man match against the Shield would have made sense if it was Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel right. because you would not think of them as threats to win the match. So you needed some, some enforcers yep. on that team. But, uh, anyway, that match is not happening. Kurt Angle has been inserted in the Roman Reigns spot. So the match is happening just with no, no Shield reunion. Uh, so here's, do you think, does Kurt Angle come dressed Stoup as a member of the Shield. You saw that picture, didn't you? Does he wear the bulletproof vest?
4: Yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't think so.
2: I wouldn't think so either. I don't think so either because it's love a debut. The idea. I don't
4: I don't think so. All right. I really hope that they don't have him just stand on the apron sort of like Andre back in the day where he's just standing there and then he gets one hot tag, mm-hmm. throws a couple punches, maybe throws a suplex and that's it. I, I hope we get a, a good, you know five, six, seven minutes of of Kurt Angle doing what he does.
3: I've been telling Kevin for a long time that that Kurt Angle is still in tip-top shape. I can't wait to see him back in the ring, and that I wish that I saw him in the ring at WrestleMania. But it was good to see him get inducted in the Hall of Fame. But I didn't think it would come this fast.
4: I'll give you one prediction that I, I feel like Jason Jordan will somehow be involved in this match now that Kurt Angle is involved in this match. That's a good I, uh, good thought.
2: Well, here how's this for a theory? So I'm up hanging out at, at the Memphis May Tap Room, like where I'm always at on Friday nights, <laughs> and last night talking to people about it. My buddy Garrett, uh, he pitched this idea. He says, "I don't think Angel Angel's going to wrestle at all. I think he's going to get attacked." going to the ring, or secretly behind the scenes, uh, and somehow Jason Jordan is put into that spot, and this sets up some type of angle. Because you're not, like, could you, you get hyped that Angle's going to be there, but then do the swerve uh, and have him not wrestle so you can still have the build to Angle, and everybody's still going to be a little happy because you did AJ Styles versus Finn as a makeup match because nobody cared about the other Halloween match that was booked.
4: That's definitely in the WWE booking playbook. Uh, We've seen those stories play out many times. The only reason I, the only hole I would punch in that is that's two things you are ripping away from the fans. Yeah, you know, you had a Shield reunion. Now you took it away from the fans. Obviously, yeah. out of your, out of their control, but they still, they're, they're pulling it away from what the fans expected. Now you are giving them Kurt Angle, and then you are going to attack Angle before the match, and you never get them in the ring. That's two sort of, you know. Rugs being pulled from underneath the feet of the fans.
3: I also think that the fans would absolutely crucify Jason Jordan in that match.
4: I think yeah, they would boo him every time any, he got in. Exactly right. It doesn't do any uh, good for Jason Jordan to be the the disappoint the disappointing third, you know, the third option there to, to team with the Shield. But so, I think he will make his presence felt. Uh, to advance that storyline now that Kurt Angle's in the match,
2: so so you do think so? It's more than likely going to happen. The Kurt Angle is actually going to have his first WWE match in eleven years in a three I think on
4: have to. three
2: on five main event at an October pay per view two weeks after another October pay per view. They,
4: they can't dangle that carrot in front of the fans and then rip and then pull it away uh, a- after losing the Shield reunion. They, I just don't think fans fan friendly. You. You know, uh fans public relations standpoint, I don't think they could do it and get away with
2: it. And he'll still have his first singles match in WWE. Yeah, uh, you can yeah, save road, that, that. Right. Yeah. This just yeah. in, then, um, Maria, my Maria texted
3: what? me, and she says she doesn't think Kurt Angle's wrestling t- tomorrow. She
2: doesn't think she's... She said no. So she's on board of the... Well, I... So we're split there. He's the... the
4: first lady of professional wrestling, <laughs> so I
2: take her word
3: for it. <laughs> no Kurt Angle tomorrow. <laughs> uh,
2: the table, ladders, and chairs pay-per-view is tomorrow. You might have, as we saying you might have listened to, like, the Mask Man show this week, or or uh, cheap heat or something, and they've tried to predict the card. But nobody's predicted this particular card yet. It's good that we uh, do so here at the 11th hour. Uh, The pay-per-view is tomorrow on Five Star's birthday.
3: Yes, I get TLC, and I heard that Kurt Angle is going to wrestle just so he can perform for me on my birthday.
4: Sure, yes, sir.
3: I'm sure. He, Happy that's, birthday! Thank you. That's a five star present, if I say so myself.
4: So
2: they bring in AJ Styles from SmackDown, which kayfabe. Come on now, how is this happening? I'm getting. I I'm so confused as uh, as a fan. I thought SmackDown and Raw hated each other. The only times that Raw and SmackDown could wrestle each other was at Survivor Series, and I guess TLC now. And <laughs> I thought that Michael Cole was loyal to Raw, but now he's subbing on SmackDown. And and wait, why is Corey Graves on both shows? So this brand split is uh, so the slowly s- yeah.
3: SmackDown announce team is the old Raw announce team, right? Correct. Yeah, it's, yes. uh- <laughs> Same guys. Yeah,
4: well, uh, you know, society right now in 2017, rules and laws don't mean too much. So, it's the same thing in the, <laughs> the WWE.
2: Well, what do you think? How do you grade the brand split now? Like, it's not what I wanted it to be. Like, it's not as split as it should be. It's not as different yeah. as it should be, but it Better is helping. I thought though. But it's helping the talent still.
4: Uh, it's okay. I just they could go further with making Smackdown feel and look and be presented differently than Raw. And right now you can tell they're all produced by the same crew, the same director, the same producers, uh, you know, the same creative team. So uh, there's not enough of a of a fundamental split. It's just uh, a split on paper. It's split rosters the rosters. mostly.
2: yeah. Mostly the rosters are different, which is good because it does give the opportunity for the superstars, but there's not yeah. a there's not a true difference between the shows besides what these about, wrestlers wrestle here and these wrestlers wrestle there. Yeah, visually
3: speaking, though, yes. when you watch, the, the sets are the same. It used to be before you had the big fist. The sets yeah, different. The they fist, look different. Yeah, like the fist, yeah. They look like the same TV show just on different days, pretty much. Different color yeah. ropes. So, yeah, okay, different color ropes. <laughs> same stage, same everything, different color ropes.
2: So,
3: uh, change
4: it up. Well, For sure. I'm very, I'm, I am, I'm very excited now. I have a, I have a vested interest now in, in, in watching this pay per view, so I'm excited, and uh, I can't wait to uh, hear what you guys think. Well, how do, how
2: do you, how do you think they explain? So, do you explain though If you're in the, or, or are they thinking about this? How do you explain that AJ all of a sudden is wrestling Finn Balor? So Finn, Finn, who is going to be no. the, the Halloween demon with his like Halloween demon face <laughs> oh paint? God. Is he going to wrestle as the demon tomorrow? That's my other question.
4: I I don't think so. I think it's straight up Finn Balor, AJ Styles in a dream match. I think they have to come clean and be honest and and, and cover it like a sport and be and say there's an illness going around and uh, we made a we made a call and, and we borrowed it. I don't know. I don't know if they'll, they'll be completely uh, uh, not a yeah, about favor. Uh, well, how was it? About. What if anyway. was
3: a trade of some kind? What if there's cool. some sort of value that Raw is going to give back to SmackDown oh. for it, lending AJ to them
2: for a future? Pick or something. Future pick, future, future
4: trade. I mean, they could make it. You can like have a one a of our superstars
2: sport. at your next uh, brand-exclusive pay-per-view. But I don't think yeah, a,
4: that would be good. A, con, a conditional second-round draft pick. There you go.
2: <laughs> what? So, okay, I, look, back in 2006 <laughs> was one of those periods I was not watching wrestling as much. I'll admit, Andrew, I did not watch your era very much. At some point, I'm going <laughs> to binge on the network to see all of your... <laughs> the Gold era? The, to see all the Gold era. What was the explanation for this? Them not being on the card, did they? Did you guys explain at all that 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 was uh, an issue, or was it?
4: They, yeah, they. I, I believe they handled it uh, truthfully. They said uh, there was a medical issue. I think they were very they were general about it. There was a medical issue, right? And uh, Greg Kali and Bobby Lashley are, uh, are not available uh, for this card.
2: Okay so yeah and that's probably what they'll do and you got the kickoff show to explain it I just yeah. don't know how you say how you put AJ on it who's on a different show Against Finn, but I'm sure they'll come up with something. But I mean, nobody's really going to complain whether they do or they don't because this is uh, the wrestling nerd's dream matchup. Your your New Japan, this is your Bullet Club yeah. uh, battle in the ring, and and two of the best workers today going at it. So you really so don't. Want be- to Who gets cheered? Who gets cheered more? AJ or Finn? AJ. Think,
3: AJ. I think it'll be split Does pretty Finn- good, Finn- right?
4: Finn's been in neutral so long. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the fans are behind. AJ's still the most over
2: guy uh, on the other brand. So Right. That's like, like, what Andrew was saying is backing up what you were saying earlier, Dustin. It's like Finn has just been in this, this purgatory, yep. this feud with, with Sister Abigail, apparently. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad that's not happening. So you don't think, you don't think, uh, this was, I think, Corey Graves' tweet, you don't, the, you don't think the idea they're going to go that Bray has transformed to Sister Abigail and then transformed into AJ Styles? Yes. that's not going to be the story.
4: <laughs> well, AJ's hair is certainly—you uh, know—you could you could pull it off, but uh, Just no, have I don't a think, I don't think they'll go that that deep. I don't, <laughs> don't think they'll go that deep. That um,
2: uh, Kane is Kane is back. How crazy is this that Kane returned this week? He is still in the middle of running the for. I'm mayor of Knox County. He's, that campaign is not happening. It's so hard. I looked this week and I'm like, we live in Tennessee, but Knoxville's so far away. Knoxville's closer to Washington D.C. than it is to Memphis. Yeah. But it, uh, I was trying to like just find when is the election date. Like, can I go to Kane's website? <laughs> this, is right. so, this is so bizarre. These you talk about bizarre sentences right here. I'm going to Kane's website to see when his election is.
4: It's Uh-oh. very strange that he's running for mayor and still wrestling on a pay per view with the mask and the hair and the fire and the brimstone. So I
2: think I think he needs the boost. That's free PR, right? Because you have equal time laws this time of year, and I yes. think that will get you on the news in Knoxville. That hey, the guy running for mayor, yeah, like, gets gets his name back out will there. Will Kane cut a promo on Raw about the election? <laughs> He needs to be in uh, in a debate. I don't know. Demonic debate. So, Menin Jaya is taking out Roman Reigns, Bo Dallas, and Bray Wyatt, impacting two of the matches at Table Lodge and Chairs, including, really, what was the only match? It was a one-match pay-per-view, really, uh, tomorrow, and now it has become a two-match pay-per-view because nobody was interested in that Halloween costume uh, matchup, and... uh, I guess the other question here is, as we look at this card, because I don't see anything too exciting. I've enjoyed Alexa Bliss versus Mickie James. Have, I've enjoyed that feud much more than I thought I would. Uh, we're gonna have a, a debut of a big women's star tomorrow. Yes.
4: Yeah. Oscar. I. I have to. Uh, I got to run. But I'm very excited for Afka. Sorry to cut it short. i got to say goodbye to you guys. But, uh, oh, wow. This I'm,
2: is a role reversal. Role reversal. I know. I have to
4: run. We're out of time, but, uh, folks. I'm out of time. We'll see you next week on Memphis Championship Wrestling. No, uh, I'm very excited for Afka. I'm very excited to see that if they can uh, make her uh, as, as dominant as she was on NXT or if three weeks into it she'll be, you know, losing matches, uh, losing six-woman tag matches, uh, you know, pretty regularly, so right. I'm hoping Go. that they keep her strong.
2: Go do what you gotta do, Andrew. We appreciate you joining us, as always. And uh, we'll, Happy we'll birthday,
4: get... Dustin. Thank you, thank you.
2: We'll talk to you soon. Everybody follow Andrew at Ainge Gold Thanks, on uh, Twitter. He's getting his revenge today. We're out of time. He said we're out of time. <laughs> he's out of time. Get it, he's getting his revenge. Uh,
3: but we thinking, always have to
2: let him go so quickly.
3: Speaking what? about Raw and SmackDown and all this kind of stuff, there's some other news that we were going to talk to Andrew about. Uh, you and I have talked about it. But there was a challenge made this week on SmackDown.
2: Well, I think, yeah, well, By the WWE It's going to happen, yeah. So you know, right? This means the match is going to happen at Survivor Series, Brock versus Gender. What do they do? It's going to be non-title?
3: I have no idea. I would imagine it would be title versus title. But
2: but then you can't have would, somebody hold both titles. But why show? would you main event a champion
3: versus champion but not have the championships on the line? But I do think it's really good for Gender to step up and make that challenge. And now let's see if Brock takes it seriously and how they tell that story to Survivor Series. But this, to me, is a chance that really puts the spotlight on Jinder. Gender and this could really make or break him as far as being WWE champion.
2: That's this, I'd be very fascinated on how. And I maybe know how this you is feel how, about Brock, and maybe they can explain this involved with the AJ's thing. I don't know, maybe. Uh, no, but of course, Survivor Series they hyped this week as being the one time that you can uh, wrestle people from different brands. Brock is a champion. He's the Universal Champion. Right. Jinder Mahal is the WWE champion. The Universal title has been around for not very long. There's no way they're going to have title for title because then it's got to be a a, a smash finish or where nobody walks away with both titles. So what's the point? What is the finish? What's the point? Uh, to give Ginger something to do well, while so he's waiting to wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania? That's true. Give Brock something to do while he's wrestling, waiting to wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? So from SmackDown all the way until
3: Survivor Series, which I don't have that date in front of me. Do you know what Survivor sure. Series
2: Well, we're doing the, the Survivor Series uh, trivia is on the 16th of November, so okay. it's that
3: weekend. So mid-November there, we will have to see what story they tell. And maybe it'll start tomorrow at TLC. Maybe they'll continue that story a little bit.
2: Well, it's um, going to happen on Raw because Brock has been announced Yes. Monday night raw but i well let's think about the last time that Brock wrestled somebody from a different roster it was Randy Orton at SummerSlam right and that match ended with nobody understands still to this day what happened at the well, end of that he match busted him open and oh man he cashed But him it was the really like the good. Austin Idol interview nobody knew if he was supposed to bust, <laughs> bust him open or not but we knew it happened and then boom it was over but
3: i loved it i remember like it. i loved it i thought it was i thought it made the sport more legit especially the I mean so I, that's what you
2: do that's well, what I mean. Last, in last Survivor in the Series, of course, Brock was upset against Goldberg, and that that awesome match—one of the most shocking moments in professional right. wrestling over the past 15 years. So, if you look at those two matches, as you're okay, what could they possibly do? Do they do something that is shocking on gen- genders? And no, there's no reason to make. Brock look bad against Jinder because they're not going to wrestle again after well, Gender Jinder has
3: the other guys too, so actually it's like three on one.
2: It's just an excuse to send so. the Singh brothers to Suplex City. Right, right. Isn't those it? guys,
3: I feel sorry for those guys because they are going to get suplexed and probably F five through a table.
2: Oh, or man. two. Oh yeah, <laughs> or three. If they get they get <laughs> abused by Randy Orton. The way they got abused by Randy Orton, oh, just imagine man. Brock Lesnar. In it. So maybe, I think that match does set up, could set up, I guess, wherever they're going. Listen to me, guys. But Everybody, listen to me. You can't put home. the titles on the line because you can't have one of them. Because that way, if the, if the titles are on the line, then you know there's not going to be a finish to the match. Uh, If the titles are on the line, but again, I I think the title should be on the line. But then again, you can't have somebody holding both titles. I know some of you guys are listening at home
3: and uh, on the podcast or whatever, even listening live, and you're thinking, oh, it's wrestling. You know, Brock's going to throw them around. No, 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 no. Those (laughs) suplexes hurt like hell. Every single one of them. Imagine a 300-pounder picking you up and slamming you. There is very little give in that ring, very little cushion. Those guys are going to take punishment from Brock Lesnar, and it's every one of them are going to hurt. Every single one of every them. Every single one of them. So, they, yeah, they take, they take some abuse. And that's not me just selling the business. That's me being legit. That hurts like hell. <laughs> Those guys are going to get thrown around by Brock Lesnar.
2: So that match probably going to happen at Survivor Series. Of course, we'll talk more about it. I mean, we're gonna, obviously, we're going to get closer because that match yeah. is going to happen. I'd be stunned if it did not happen, and they don't. But who knows? Who knows if Jinder or, or Brock may catch uh, some meningitis? Oh my gosh, let's hope not. I mean, I hope not either. <laughs> what? I mean, you were going to give us uh, exactly what you, your thoughts on meningitis before we got. Oh out. wait,
3: we were going to read. How to the prevent? Definition. How
2: to prevent getting meningitis is what we need to know. How to prevent? How to prevent? Meningitis. It's it's a it is a it is a terrible uh, condition to have, uh, for sure. But uh, the Mayo Clinic: six ways to prevent meningi- meningitis. Are you ready? Yes, we're so ready. We wrap ready. up here in the next couple of minutes. Um, get vaccinated. That's okay. number one. Check. Have you been vaccinated for, for meningitis? No, no. But I am reading. The most common symptoms are fever, headache, and neck stiffness. Don't share personal items. Spread of meningitis. Uh, can lurk in drinking glasses, water bottles, straws. So that's what you know. How you're always like concerned about drinking after somebody or who drank yeah. out of this type of stuff. And you, in the back of my mind, I'm always like, "What's the worst that could happen?" Right. Meningitis. Meningitis. Yeah. Keep your disease. Uh, your keep your distance from people who are infected. Right. So that's the WWE has read that one. Keep your oh, distance from people who are infected because, I mean, Bray and Roman are infected, so they're they're staying away.
3: Other symptoms include confusion or altered consciousness, vomiting, and the inability to tolerate light or loud noises. So that's why Roman oh. won't be there. He can't tolerate all those booze
2: <laughs> And cheers. And Other cheers. ways to make sure you don't get uh, uh, meningitis is we can Wash your hands. Uh, boost your immune system. So eat, eating healthy is good. Get prompt treatment. So once you find out about it, get treated uh, quickly. So really, it, it, meningitis seems it's one of those things that you catch by uh, not washing your hands and drinking after people. Can be life-threatening because it can the be. inflammation. Pretty bad. Proximity to the brain and spinal
3: cord. So, so are we, are we calling deal, this man.
2: tables, ladders, and meningitis, or are we calling this a meningitis mania? Tables, ladders, and meningitis. <laughs> oh my. Oh, my. I got to make sure you you buy extra soap for your watch party tomorrow and have hand sanitizer everywhere. Well, we're going to watch it outside. I'm going to wear a face mask. We're going to watch it outside on the tablet. Okay. With the mosquitoes. All right. That sounds like a plan. (laughs) That sounds like a plan. All right. That that does it for this week's show. We are out of time. I do want to thank Buff Bagwell and Andrew Goldstein for joining us, as well as Brandon Baxter. We will be back in two weeks. We're off next week. Uh, Please wash your hands. Uh, until then, I'm Kevin Cerrito for Dustin Starr saying so long from high atop Mount Moriah.